Well, hello there, my friend. Demon. <laughs> What's going on? This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly. Y yo soy Woodrow SM2 2020. <laughs> yes, yes, we got a Spanish speaking announcer at the table today. Dímelo, coño, ¿qué es lo que hay? Dame una plátano. Bueno, yo. Una madura. Un maduro. Una madura. Un tres golpes. Un madura con un maduro. Dime. What's going on? Well, how y'all doing? We hope you're doing well. This is another installment of our show. Been a busy week for us. Real busy week. Uh, besides, you know, all personal shit, you know, handling work and all that other shit that everybody does on a day-to-day basis. We were guests on the Java Tears podcast this past Thursday, and if you didn't hear it or didn't, you know, check into their YouTube feed or Facebook, it's up. It's up on all podcast avenues, man. We had a great show with Mr. Black and Sir Wilkins of the Java Tears. Me and Woodrow were there. Yes, had a great time. Yes, yes. It was a, it was a great show. Uh, a lot of building, you know, Queens was definitely in the building. Oh, Queens was definitely felt. You know, I didn't even know uh, Sir Wilkins was from Queens. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to that. Um, yeah, it was a good fucking show. It's getting a lot of, lot of nice views. You know what I'm saying? 100,000 views. views. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely a good look, man. Free so Max shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, shout out to them and thank you one more one more time again. Thank you, thank you for having us on your platform. It was truly a great time. If I sound a bit out of it, it's because <laughs> last night I was trying to do the drink champs <laughs> and I was drinking Tiger Bone. Do not drink Tiger Bone. I don't know how Nori does it, but that shit. But you, see, you see what happens when Nori was drinking man, that shit. My <laughs> man, I was done. <laughs> Off two shots, I was fucking like... I just wanted to not be drunk anymore. <laughs> you were hating yourself. <laughs> and I woke up feeling like that ginseng shit is still in me. So do not drink Tiger Bone. Shout out to Drink Champs. Shout out to Nori. I do not know how you do it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say. <laughs> Never again. Nah, I feel you. I feel you, dude. And um, I mean, we covered a lot of ground. On that episode with the Java Tears, but there's a, there's a couple other things I really want to talk about as well. So this episode right here is gonna be basically a freestyle. We're gonna go through a couple of things. Uh, if you guys think that we missed out on something, please please hit us up in every way possible. You can hit us up on an email. It's twenty by twenty podcast at Yahoo. Hit us up on Instagram twenty by twenty podcast. Hit us up on Twitter. 20 by 20 underscore podcast or you can hit us up directly you can hit me up at nathan underscore mcfly 20 by 20 on instagram you can hit my boy up right here sm.2 on instagram or big papa dios <laughs> on twitter <laughs> i mean we're, we're everywhere we're everywhere you can hit us up however you feel and yes. if you got questions you got you got something you want us to say on the show you know we're more than likely gonna say it <laughs> But um, let's get let's get into it. And uh, we were talking about Wrestle Kingdom earlier this week, and one of the things that really stuck out to me, besides the journey Naito's been on for the past six years and getting to the IWGP Championship and being that number one star for New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
is Chris Jericho. Everybody's been basically body shaming Chris Jericho just because of the way he be coming, looking out. He looking like, you know, he's the cool dad. You know what I'm saying? He's the rocker. He niggas drinking and still doing fucking lying salts and shit like that and doing all these moves he was doing 20, 30 years ago. But what people fail to realize with Jericho is, is that he's such a mega star. You know what I'm saying? He's a star, bro. And I know, I know he was shaming... Uh, Brock Lesnar saying that Brock Lesnar needs to like lose the fat, but then he comes out and the weight belt ain't doing him no justice because he got a little chicha right over the weight belt. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I mean, little, little muffin top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what Jericho got. He got the muffin top going, but he still looked like a rock star, man. Yo, but do we have to? And damn, it just, it just shows the times that we're in right now. Yeah, like, the fact that we're calling it body shaming. Yeah. Jericho's fat. We're just saying that there's an athlete who's the heavyweight champion who is not normally this heavy. Yeah. This heavy. Like, I don't I don't know if we're body shaming him. And, like, I just don't... No, just, I mean, we're, we're appreciating that. You like know what I'm saying? Because, like... These trigger words, like... So now, if I, is he running with that? Is he complaining that people no, are body he's not, shaming he's him? No, he's not complaining whatsoever. It's just stuff that I see... This is like the, the the points of Jericho now that people are pointing out. Like they're saying like, oh, Hogan didn't look like that. And it's like, so what? Hogan wasn't doing fucking moonsaults. This motherfucker's still doing moonsaults, frog splashes, having great matches in the ring where he's all over the place doing doing moves. Like I said, he's, he was doing for the past 20 years. He hasn't slowed down. Maybe some, some of the techniques in the ring, because he's a heel... It's a little slowed down, you know, like being methodical and, and aiming at body parts and, you know, selling off an injury and all that stuff, which is great. You know what I'm saying? But he looks like a prototypical, like heavyweight champ from like the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like Bruno San Martino was brolic, but he wasn't like fucking eight abs showing out and, you know, all that other shit. He was just a big dude. You know what I'm saying? Pedro Morales, big dude. Jericho took to Twitter and posted a picture of himself and hashtag Fat Jericho, hashtag Wrestle Kingdom 14. Beautiful. But if you look at the picture, right, he's showing himself looking like he got abs and shit. Yeah. But why is the picture cut? <laughs> at the belly button. <laughs> like, he cut the picture at the belly button so you don't see the chichos. Yeah, but come on. He's, the barrigum. Yo, but he's 50 years old. You're going to have some chichos. You bro, know what I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'm not saying shit. No, but that's dope. I, I like that he's embracing what people are saying. You know what I mean? So he said, like, people have commented that Jericho has a dad bod. And if that's the kind of bod I have when I'm 49 and have three kids, I think one day it's okay. Maybe yeah, he did say that. So I mean, uh, I mean, he's embracing it. So. Yes, yes. And shout out to Jericho. Shout man. out to Jericho for that, I guess. But you know, the barrigum is just, you know. It's it. It's there. He got the six pack on the barrigum. Like, <laughs> I respect that. Word up, word up, man. But um, <clears throat> he had a great match with Tanahashi. Yeah. And. Yo, him bringing out that AEW championship belt to the match was big. I mean, he knows how many people are not only streaming Wrestle Kingdom, but how many people are in attendance for that. It was like 30,000 plus people at the Tokyo Dome for that, for that match. So it's a great look. It could probably be that bridge 
that bridges the gap between AEW and New Japan. But the thing is, like with former New Japan wrestlers, what they say is New Japan holds grudges. Like they're still holding a grudge with TNA over how they did Okada out there when they were doing the talent change and they were working with Impact Wrestling. Yo, they they basically jobbed out Okada in the States. Mm-hmm. And they ain't like that. Like they, they were furious with it. They broke it off. But then at the end of the day, you got you guys got to use Jeff Jarrett, who's like one of the biggest wrestlers in, in the States. Not at the moment, but just like a name. You know what I'm saying? And you right. put him part of the Bullet Club. So it's like don't like you out of everybody you could have used an impact, you used him. They gave you who you wanted and everything. But it's like, dude, that shit was like six, seven years ago. Get over it type shit. You feel what I'm saying? Just get over that shit. Think about the money you can make in these events that they used to do with ROH. Where ROH, they had the War of the Worlds event. Me, Shice, and LP went to one. That's when we got to meet Tanahashi, uh, Naito. It, it, it was fucking awesome. You know, it was a dope night. Crazy wrestling. These are people that Dragon League. These are people that we're not going to see in the States all that often. So everybody was rushing to the fucking Manhattan Center for that shit. Imagine if you do that with AEW and the matches you could have. You could have your young guys like Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay, like I said on the Jabba Tears podcast, this motherfucker's in his Shawn Michaels bag right now. This dude, every time he's coming to Wrestle Kingdom, every time he's coming to a big event, for New Japan Pro Wrestling, he is showing out. People are going to see his matches. Right. People, like Sir Wilkins said, he's like, yo, I'm, I'm watching Wrestle Kingdom for that for that Junior's title match. I'm watching it for Will Ospreay. And now Will Ospreay is actually changing it up a bit because of that bad neck injury he had from the year past where he's still doing a lot of his high-flying arsenal moves, but he's mixing it in with some power moves now. Now he's starting to look more like a heavyweight. You know, like that that whole that whole storyline, that underlying storyline that they're doing in New Japan right now with him moving into the heavyweight division, it's going to happen. It's going to happen because this guy is going to be their star. They have him signed, I think, until like 2022, 20, 23, around there. And then by then, he's still not 30 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? This guy is going to be a mega star if they do it right. And if they have him... With AEW talent, like let's say Hangman Page, Sammy Guevara, and I'm only talking about you know the y- the young guys that got there that, that have a future. Pac, Pac, you know he's young guy, old guy territory. Uh, who else? A match between him and Kenny Omega. Jesus Lord, that would be fucking fire. Well, we might get that soon because they just announced that Osprey. Is going to be competing in two different independent shows in Tampa. Yeah, yes. One of them being Joey Janela's Spring Break Four. Yep. So I mean, him getting in that mix might slowly progress into. Let's see. Let's see what happens, about. man. And I love the fact that Joey Janela is still on his independent grind because GCW is his baby, and he's still making it. You know, making it work. Like, yo, dude. Shout out to him, man. That Lost in New York event was fucking amazing. Got to see fucking Hakushi and Sabu the same fucking night. Word up. You know what that I'm saying? Fire. That was fire, bro. Fire, man. But yeah, you know, just I, I feel like they have that there. They just gotta they just gotta mend these stupid broken bridges, man. Because the they didn't like how the Young Bucks left. They didn't like how Kenny Omega left. 
and then they left with certain stars as well that they were trying to they were trying to you know push up through the ranks, and then the Bucks didn't like how they basically didn't give him a good send off. Kenny didn't like the way he got sent off. Like, dude, it's part of the fucking business, bro. Word. You guys are opening a new promotion that's not rivaling just what's in the states, but it's rivaling everything. Because now everybody sees the money backed into that. They're like, wow, there's another form of getting money. And if I can't get in WWE, I don't have to go overseas. I could still stay in the States. I could go to AEW. So, nigga, you, you the op now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Word. You the op right now. So, they just they, they just got to be like, yo, fuck all that. Don't worry about that. Because they thought they were going to get the send-off that every Bullet Club member gets the send-off with. Where they get kicked out of the Bullet Club. You know what I'm saying? Get kicked out of the shit. It ain't happened. What they did, they did the firing squad. So, they did, like, the OGBC versus elite bullet club you could say or whatever it is so the bullet club was split down in two just like the nwo was at one point you know what i'm saying and then they left so it's just bullet club all day every day which i love because you could you could see the real bullet club from like what the bucks were what the bucks were doing with kenny because like they kind of like put themselves to the side too it could have been a great story like could have been something they could have told until this this wrestle kingdom it would have been fucking fire they just needed to work. They got to work together, man. They missed out on a great, great storyline. I just think they need to work together. That's just me. But uh, also in the news front, one thing that I seen was Tyson Fury. Now, they're talking about that they're not going to give Tyson Fury a fucking contract to work WrestleMania if he doesn't beat Deontay Wilder February 22nd. And give it to the give it to Wilder <laughs> if he wins. And give it <laughs> Let Wilder come through? Hell yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, that would be dope. I mean, Wilder also looks like a fucking wrestler. He looks like one of those fucking giant wrestlers and shit. This motherfucker is look like he could fuck you up, bro. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then I started thinking, I was like, yo, this has happened before. So, you know, I go back, I look through shit, same shit happened with Mike Tyson. I know, I know, Mike Tyson was part of WrestleMania 14, understood. But he was supposed to be part of a Saturday night main event from 1990. But the thing was, two weeks prior to that, he had lost all his belts to Buster Douglas in Japan. So they were like, yo, you out. We're bringing Buster Douglas in. And it just didn't have the same feel because Mike Tyson at that moment was what probably one of the most popular athletes in the world. Oh, and, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of get what they're doing. But, like, if they're going to do anything with Tyson Fury at, at WrestleMania, let it be with the Big Show because the Big Show has a fucking history of doing shit with, with fucking celebrities and celebrity athletes and all that shit. Do not put that nigga in the fucking heavyweight championship match, bro. Do not do that shit. Please, please do not. Do not. What I mean, do you think? They'll do it for ratings. That's about it. Yeah, but I don't want to see Tyson Fury versus Brock. You think people really want to see that? I don't want to see Tyson Fury, period. In <laughs> Boxing, wrestling, like... Yeah, We've already know, seen it. I know Wilder's going to watch him. You think so, Wilder's going to watch Fury? Yep. That first match between them two was... Uh, 
was pretty fucking dope, my nigga. I mean, I know, I know Deontay got him, I think, once or twice in that match. He knocked him down, but, dude. I think he's going to watch from this fight. You think he's just going to, like, take it to him and he's not going to have nothing to do with him? Like, I don't think to rap? I don't think we're going to see Wilder in, the, in um, Fury in the WWE. I think he's going to lose that match and it's going to be quiet for him. To be honest, I'm going for I'm going for Wilder. Yeah, me too. I'm going for Wilder. Clearly. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just hoping that, you know, it works out, man. It really does work out to the point where we don't have to see Fury. And another thing about WrestleMania, there's this supposed match card that's out at the moment. We're probably like half, that's probably half the show. It's definitely not the full show. Definitely not the full show. What, that shit that you posted? Yeah. Bro, that shit was a Photoshop. That shit was the same picture that, that uh, what's his name posted? CM Punk. It looked like it, right? It's the same exact picture. They just changed the fucking they changed, lineup. They, they changed the lighting yeah. and, and the and the and the, and the table and the table that that, that it's nah, on. Nah, same table. Nah, it's not the same table. Cause if you look at the punk at the punk picture, it's a tile table. If you look at that picture, it looks like a like one of those fake wood panels. Hmm. But yo, with Photoshop, you could do whatever, B. <clears throat> but uh, there was something interesting that I seen. Um, Marty Scrawl. Who we really want? Skull. Skull. <laughs> you, the you villain. Know, you know what's funny? He had uh, what was it an interview with Wrestle Rap? This was like probably like two, three years ago, and they were asking like, "Yo, how do you say your name?" He's like, "Think about it, saying girl, but Skrull, Marty Skrull." Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so Marty Skrull. <laughs> he uh, man, it's looking like that he's gonna go back with ROH. Yo, they're offering him uh, WWE main event money. I mean, not main event, uh, main roster money to Damn. stay. So that's like easily like half a million a year they're offering him. Damn. But it's like, if you know you could get that money with a bigger company, would you go? I mean, ROH never even looked at you to put the, their main title on you. Yeah, you got you had an opportunities. To almost get there, but lose the match before the ma- before the world title match, as he did with PCO. Shout out to PCO. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, like, I feel like he's done. Especially with ROH, I feel like he's done. He needs to move on. And I'm loving what he's doing right now with NWA. Love what he's doing right now with NWA. The last time him and Aldis had a match when they had like a like their own type of world worlds collide event with ROH and NWA, I think it was like last last summer. It was a great match, and I feel like they're gonna put on another great match this coming. Uh, what was it? The twenty sixth, I think, is their their event. Um, NWA. What's that shit called? The next pay per view. I don't know. It's like a dusty line. I know it's a Dusty Rose line. I just forgot. Oh, Hard Times. There we go. Hard Times, baby. <laughs> hard Times. Yo, if fucking Marty Scroll popped up on NXT. That, that's why I put that out. I put that video out. Jesus. We're doing videos now on our Instagram page where we're like, yo, what would happen if you see this on the Titantron for the Rumble? Listen, and he's only scheduled for one NWA event. He hasn't signed a contract with NWA. 
two days after that event is the Royal Rumble. What bigger pop would happen besides Marty Scott? Besides him, probably Killer Cross. But the thing is, now with fucking Brock Lesnar in the Rumble coming in at one, I don't know. Do you do you job out his his debut? Or do you make him be that chicken shit heel and he runs around the ring or doesn't show up in the ring until like everybody else comes in? You do that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What, what about what about El Padrino? King Velasquez. You think Yo, gonna... Padrino needs to just you think, Work. He, you think he's going to be in the Rumble? Listen, he's had knee issues before they signed him. And he had heavy issues to the point where he needed surgery. If they want to do anything with him, they need him to be at 100%. Because if he's not at 100%, he's not going to be worth it yeah, at any cost. Because even his 100% is pretty weak. I mean, I just like the shit he was doing in AAA down in Mexico looked great for a man his size, like flipping and jumping around and shit. But if he can't do that with a power move base, there's nothing there. I feel like there's nothing there. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody could be wrong, but that's how I feel about that. But, I mean, it, w- it would be a pop and a half. Even if he showed up at an NXT TakeOver, NXT TakeOver for uh, the WrestleMania week. Hell yeah. <sighs> Holy shit. And, t- yo, show up. After Finn Balor beats Adam Cole for the fucking title, because I think that's what's going to happen for NXT TakeOver in Tampa. That would be crazy. Because they ha- they, even they have a history out in England, mm. out in Europe, with, with, with them coming you know, coming up through the ranks. You know what I'm saying? Like That would be dope. That's just a fucking story to tell there. Like To me, everybody's looking forward to Tommaso Ciampa regaining that NXT goal. He doesn't need it. He is so fucking over. He doesn't need the title, bro. He just needs to... What he needs to keep doing is having these great matches that he's having. But he's, like, fucked up, though, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, he came back from a neck injury pretty soon, but he, he's just a workaholic, bro. I thought I saw some shit that he said, like, he doesn't see himself, like, wanting to go to the main roster or something. No, no, a lot of them, a lot of them there, they don't see themselves going to the main roster. They want to stay in Because he couldn't handle, like, the fucking... Probably now he can't handle it, especially as bad as his neck and his knees are at the moment. He probably can't handle it, but the thing is, he's great where he's at. And NXT is not a a developmental brand anymore. For some of these guys that are coming in from the indies, yes, it's a developmental stage for them. But it's not a developmental brand because they're bringing in stars now to that shit. That's how I feel about NXT. And NXT, I'm telling you, man, NXT is going to be... That that organization is going to be able to rival, you know, like AEW, ROH, and all these other guys for WWE, for the umbrella of WWE. You feel what I'm saying? So all, all I got to say is this. Marty Skull would be a great addition to that NXT roster. The NXT roster is stacked like a motherfucker. But after WrestleMania, you know a couple of them motherfuckers is leaving. I could see Keith Lee moving up. I could see Shayna Baszler moving up. Maybe even Matt Riddle moving up. I wish Matt Riddle will get a title run before he moves, but if he moves before the title run, it's all good. I'm all good with that. So, Brock Lesnar coming in at number one. I think it's different in the in the fact that 
an athlete of that of not only that size but just a dominant wrestler that is Brock Lesnar coming in at number one and waiting for all these schmucks to come through. <laughs> it's different though. It's different. I mean, like not only ha- not only is he coming in number one, but he's the champion. Yeah. And normally the Royal Rumble will set up to who's gonna face the champion. So the fact that the so what if he wins it? He's not. He's not getting. A, he's not getting a day off. You know what they could do? Oh shit! They could do the double throwout, bro. Remember when when it happened with Lex Luger and Bret Hart? They could do something like that, and then that motherfucker's the one that's gonna face Brock Lesnar. Cause think about it. They could. It could be like, oh my god, Brock Lesnar's been in this rumble for an hour and three minutes. How is he still doing it? And then it's like the final four of the Rumble. Boom, boom, boom. And then it's just the final two, whoever it may be. And they're just so out of it. They just both go over the top rope. And then Brock is like trying to hold on, but both his feet just hit the floor. What if right after Brock wins the fucking Rumble, he gets on the mic all fucking pissed off and fucking like... And he's like, Fiend, I want the Fiend. I want that fucking title. I want the universe. I want, you know, and he just goes in like that. Do you think that'll be that or or the fiend help him get eliminated? They can't they can't make the fiend the, the fiend look ass. Like Brock calling out the fiend, they can't make him look ass. If 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 Brock calls him out, then they could just do like a a Firefly Funhouse thing. Like, oh, you want to play? Okay. Yay. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, but I <sighs> my my thing with that is this. Okay. Because of the two brands, and then they're on two different channels. They need those two. I feel like they need those two world titles. They could be shown on both brands. But can, if they are unified at one moment, then that means that, that, that champion has to go on both brands. That champion has to fight on both brands. Are they going to make their champion do double duty and then also do a pay-per-view event? They they got to they they have to like they they got to market themselves better. Cuz now I'm that's how I'm thinking about the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championship. Now you got Naito defending both at all times. You don't have two two different champs like in the Intercontinental belt. I know it's different from the Heavyweight belt, but then you just killed out killed off one one division. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that WWE has four singles titles. I like that because they have an, a, a crazy amount of talent. You know? But what they need to do is what they're doing now. They're making the WWE Championship the main title of the company. When I look at The Fiend and I look at Brock Lesnar, Brock got the main title. For sure. Fiend got a title. You know what I'm saying? Every you know, I don't care. Like, don't compare it. It's the WWE Championship. It's the one with the 60, 70 plus year history. That's the main title. Then you got the Universal title. Intercontinental title, US title. Perfectly fine. The US title is for the come up. Intercontinental title, that's when they're like, they start having their trust in you. Wherever you go from there, you go from there, depending on which brand you're on. 
You know what I'm saying? But that it has to be steps in order to get there. If you're not going through the title scene, then then what the fuck? I don't know. I just I just remember the days where, you know, your biggest fucking wrestlers would eventually wrestle each other. Mm. And it's kind of like Brock is established. Yeah. And The Fiend is basically on the come up to being established. Exactly. He has one of the come ups. But I also feel like Brock should feel that he can't be the top dog unless... He has both of those top titles. And honestly, I, I, I see a Brock and Fiend feud that can go on for a minute. Like, not just some three-week shit. Some shit that can fucking, like, come to a head at WrestleMania. But I, I if that happens, I would love to see The Fiend come out on top. Establish your new star. You know what I'm saying? Like this whole thing with Brock Lesnar entering the Rumble should be to establish a star. And Paul Heyman within his um his segment, his promo in the opening of Raw, before he, you know, after he called everybody a bitch and happy new years and all that shit, he kept on mentioning NXT. He mentioned a little SmackDown by seeing him mention NXT. Does he have his eye on somebody in NXT? Is there somebody that he could see fighting Brock and beating Brock? Or maybe Keith just, Lee the guard? I think Keith Lee needs a little more a little more tuning. I mean, he, he listen, phenomenal ring. Fat nigga over here, you make me want to jump over the fucking top rope. But I mean, I but think who he, can he be talking about? What, what about Matt Riddle? Like I was saying, man, he mm. he is the part. Because regardless of his, I guess you could say, smoker attitude, like the way he uh, uh, the way he's talking and everything, dude, this guy was beating niggas' asses in UFC too. Like I said, on the Java Tears podcast, he was seven and three. Could have been nine and three if he didn't get those two law if two, those two wins. Um, turned over because, you know, he tested positive for smoking weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's known as, like, a badass, bro. He, I'm, I know, what is he, like, probably, like, 6'3", 230. He's not fucking 290 pounds and shit like that. But, nigga, he, he'll put you in a chokehold and you're going to feel that shit. Yeah, he goes in. You know what I mean? And he has that UFC background. Same exactly, as exactly, bro. If you think that motherfucker's ready for that shot, give it to him. Give him that moment. This is what WWE needs to do. I, they built stars before. I mean, yes, it's been a while. Last, the last stars they really built was the Shield, like superstars. That was Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose. It's the last time they built stars. I feel like right now, that's what they're really trying to do. Right. I could see Paul Heyman doing that. Paul Heyman likes to nurture the shit, bro. So, I feel like Matt Riddle should be the guy. And if they want to, if they want to be a little more safe with it, put fucking Samoa Joe in there, bro. He has to avenge a loss. He almost beat Brock Lesnar. Let him avenge that loss. Oh my God, yo! You know how crazy the universe will go if Samoa Joe wins the title at WrestleMania. 
And yes, that is that is uh, a little Dominican merengue in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I know you're really, really big on Samoa Joe. Um, Yo, ev- me and everyone is cheering his name when he comes out. I, I, I fuck with Joe too, but I would not want to see him beat Brock Lesnar. I would. I would not just want to see Samoa Joe beat Brock Lesnar. Like, I know. No, no. You rather. Now, if Samoa Joe with the fucking. A Samoa. A Samoan faction on some heel shit with fucking the Usos and. And, and, and Roman. And Roman. You know what I'm saying? And, and come. That's different. I, I can get behind that. But if just Samoa Joe beating him. I feel like for what? What do what do you go from there? Like then he just starts wrestling random niggas again? Nah, nah. I feel like it just has to be bigger than Yo, when when titles used to exchange hands, man, it was big reasons. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was, was big pushes. It was involved. moments. It yeah, was moments. It was big pushes involved. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this can be a moment to to catapult that. The, the Royal Rumble used to be that moment to start it off, heading into WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? That winner, you're like, oh, he won. He's going to WrestleMania, and he's going to get his WWE title shot. You know what I'm saying? And then everything, the story starts building, goes into it. It's all about the build. Bringing the fans in. Letting the fans engage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we in the hood. So what? (laughs) (laughs) You want to cut that part out? Or? Nah, 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 nah. That's all. That's all natural, right there. You gonna leave the, the 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 energy of the city? Yeah, the energy of NY, baby. Yeah, the fucking the podcast studios is right next to a fucking fire station. <laughs> so every time there's a fucking fire in the hood, I get alerted about it. Oh, you got the citizen alert? Yeah, the live citizen alert. <laughs> you got the live feed going, but um. Besides all that happening on Raw, another thing that's been going down, and it also involves New Japan and WWE, not a partnership, but there are rumors that WWE is heavily interested in Jay White from New Japan. Jay White had just lost his Intercontinental title to Naito, Night 1, and he beat Ibushi Night 2. But supposedly they are very, very heavily interested in him and they want him a part of their brand. I mean, Jay White got it good right now. He's the leader of the Bullet Club. They're calling it the Switchblade era. He's getting better. I mean, 27 years old, already held the IWGP US title, held the Intercontinental title, held the IWGP heavyweight title. Has beaten Okada, has beaten Naito, has beaten Ibushi. I mean, the way they've been building him, they've been building him as their new star. I feel that New Japan should never let him go. Or just not let him go within the next three to four years. Uh, The Bullet Club is starting to look like the Bullet Club of old. With, you know, with G.O.D., him. They they even got Kenta there. uh, With Gato there. Bad Luck Fale. You know, the underboss just looking fucking huge now. Yo, dude, that motherfucker. Is, he looked like he ate whoever left the Bullet Club. <laughs> that motherfucker is huge, B. But just everybody did. They got Tokyo Pimp. Shout out to him. 
Chase Owens. Uh, it's just it's just a really good feel with the Bullet Club there now. And if Jay White leaves for WWE, I mean, he said it on numerous occasions that he likes the pro wrestling aspect of New Japan, and he's not fond of the entertainment that is WWE. But he knows that that's what they have to do to make money, and that's like the end all be all. Like when you're there, you're entertaining. You know, like he's not he's not stupid. Like he sees it that, like that, and he's not ready for that. He just wants to stay where he feels comfortable at, and I totally respect that. But if WWE throws him some bread that he can't say no to, it's going to be a very tough loss for New Japan after everybody that left the year before for AEW. So hopefully that that doesn't happen. But on a brighter note, (laughs) WWE is making us fat niggas happy with the ice cream bar coming back. Like they're coming back. I seen a... Yeah, but where's the chocolate, bro? It's going to be like the cookie sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, but where's the chocolate, my nigga? Yo, back in the day, wasn't there one that didn't have chocolate? Nah. And one that, nah, it was, it was a cookie. They were the same? Yeah, cookie, fucking vanilla ice cream, and it looked like the vanilla ice cream was dipped in chocolate in the back. Hmm. Where the chocolate at, bro? Well, hopefully, good humor and the good people at WWE do the right thing. And the and, and they provide the, the free cards. The <laughs> but the cards, they actually print multiple cards. Like I don't I don't need to have twelve Coco Bewares, <laughs> seventeen earthquakes, and thirteen honky tonk mans. Like I don't need that. Yo, who was the one you got the most when you was a kid? Nigga. Thirteen earthquakes. No, no, the bar itself. With the wrestler the bar itself. Oh, um, yeah, I always had, like, Hogan. Like, I always had, I like, never, cool... yo, never got the cool ones, bro. Only junkyard once. Junkyard Dog. <laughs> I used to get Junkyard Dog, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ted DiBiase, and Honky Tonk Man religiously to the point where I'm like, this shit sucks. And the one time I got fucking Hulk Hogan, I wanted to run home and fucking save that ice cream bar. Seen it was melting, so my fat ass just ate it. Yeah, <laughs> Tito Santana. He was another one. I used to get his. Oh, shit with the cards, the yes, like, yes. Jesus, I don't need another fucking Santana card. But yeah, it's good. I can't wait to uh to lay out when when are they dropping? Uh, they said it's gonna be dropping February. February is gonna be in all the stores, all the ice cream trucks for the summer, and it's gonna range from like three to five dollars. Alright, I mean it must be a pretty big sandwich then. I don't know. It looked like a little fucking cube. I don't know, bro. It looked like a Klondike bar and shit. And who um who are they gonna have on there? Like, well, they're gonna have. They're gonna start off with four superstars. One of them really, really surprised me. So I'm gonna say they have John Cena, Roman Reigns, Becky Lynch, and Macho Man. Oh yeah. Dig it, yo. Eat my fucking ice cream. <laughs> That shit like you never eat it before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the cream of the top. Smother it on your chest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get get it all nice Rub and into your pores. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> Yo, that's a good macho man. You like that, Elizabeth? <laughs> Yo, remember that clip we seen of Macho Man on YouTube? And he was he was getting he was getting interviewed by I think Gene Okerlund, and then <laughs> yo Elizabeth is on the side just polishing the belt. Do it faster! <laughs> yo, shout out to Elizabeth. 
With the spousal syndromes? Yeah, yeah, she, she definitely has. She's like an abused wife. I'm not laughing at that. Can't, we can't, we can't. It was it was an act, right? It was, it was an act. It was, yeah, an, it was act. an act. It was an act. I don't know. Then the dark, character. then dark side of the ring made it seem like a reality. Well, I've never seen that episode. So, uh, <laughs> shout out to Elizabeth. He's like, oh, I see you looking at Elizabeth with lust in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, she got that better wife syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good character. It makes me look like a good man. <laughs> Holy shit. Where are we going? Right, yeah. But yeah, uh, Macho Man is on went, the ice cream bar. Went heavy into my Macho Man. Yo, it's that fucking Tiger Bone, man. Shout out to the sponsors, for real. Yo. Disgusting. Well, yeah, man. I thought that shit was pretty, uh, pretty fucking crazy. That they're going to have Macho Man instead of having, like, I guess, you know, one of the guys that are basically on top at the moment, you know what I'm saying? So, oh shit, fucking Billy Gunn's son is signed to AEW. No way. Yeah, he had a dark match, uh, a tag team match with his pops, and then they signed him right after that. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that shit is pretty dope, bro. Not too bad, not too bad at all. But besides all that, you got anything else you want to bring up? Uh, Nah, man, just... Don't do Tiger Bone. <laughs> Don't drink it. And uh, yeah, look out for uh, the latest episodes of the Jabatier podcast. We was on there. We killed it. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it really is just about it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking go home. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go home and <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> but yo, man, uh, for you guys out there that haven't listened to that new Drake and Future, please do. Is that going to be the song? Yeah, hell yeah. It's just going to change the weekend, bro. Literally. But we are the 20 by 20 podcast. This was episode 87? 88? Sound like that, but you'll see it. You'll see it when it pops up on your feed. Oh, new episode from 20 by 20. But we out of here. I'm Nathan McFly. And I am hungover. (laughs) We out. Working on the weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. Say my day's a number, but I keep waking up. No, you see my text, baby, please say something. Wine by the glass, your man, a cheapskate, huh? Niggas gotta move off my release day, huh? Bitch, this is fame, not clout. I don't even know what that's about. Watch your mouth. Baby, got an ego twice the size of the crib. I can never tell a shit, it is what it is. Said what I had to and did what I did. Never turn my back on FBG, God forbid. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist, doing front flips. Giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dumb shit. Working on the weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Niggas swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. 
Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Niggas caught me slipping once, okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too plush. It's cool, man. Got red bottoms on. His life is good. You know what I mean? Like, uh, $100,000 for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh, I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and all the mother bitch. Ooh, dropped $3 on the rain, cause it's been the truck, little bitch. Ooh, I was in the trap serving cocaine, ain't been the same since. Ooh, granted, she was standing right there while I catch a play on the brick. Ooh, I made them little niggas go hate while I tell a band in this bitch. Ooh, I done been down bad in them trenches, had to ride with that stick. Ooh, who gave you pills? Who gave that dust? Pluto Central and Lick. Ooh, too many convicts. They roll me to play in this shit. Ooh, I'm trying to run nonsense. Get old summer spreading this bitch. Ooh, they had the counter like lighting it up. Nigga, hand it back to get it. Ooh, I'm on a PJ lining it up. Backwood full of sticky. Ooh, I'm trying to tote that Drake or London. And it's extended. Ooh, they got a stretcher, nigga. How we gon' die for this shit? Ooh, yeah, I ride for my niggas. I lie to my bitch. Ooh, we some poor high class niggas. Made it. We rich. Yeah, I was at the band, though. Got a penthouse for a closet. Ooh, it's like a Shando, lit on my neck, my wrist. Ooh, I got pink toes that talk different languages. Ooh, got promethazine in my blood and percocet. Uh, Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh, I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and all the mother bitch. Ooh, dropped three dollars on the rain, cause it's been the truck, little bitch. Ooh, I was in the trap serving cocaine, ain't been the same since. That's by the time I call him Serena. I go tremendo for new fettuccine. All fat though, claret the pinky. All fat though, we order the Fiji. I'm in the loop with the voodoo, I'm in the loop with the woo. Which one you working? I put your face to the news, I put the puss on the shirt. After I murk it, make him go shoot up the hearse. Cost me a quarter bird. Niggas birthday, you a maniac, a fucking alien. How you spurgin'? Got that kitty cat on having fun with that. Going Birkin. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Ooh. I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain and all the mother bitch. Ooh. Dropped three dollars on the rain, cause it's been the truck, little bitch. Ooh. I was in the trap serving cocaine, they ain't been the same since. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Hundred thousand on the cheapest ring on the nigga finger, little bitch. Hundred thousand for the cheapest ring.